You're listening to a Sin podcast. You can listen to this show live by tuning your radio to 90.7 or online at sin.org.au. We at Represent would like to acknowledge and pay our respects to the traditional owners of the land on which Sin operates, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sin Media respectfully acknowledges their ancestors and elders, past, present and emerging. We would also like to acknowledge the traditional custodians and their ancestors of the lands and waters across Australia where our content reaches. Sovereignty has never been ceded. It always was and always will be Aboriginal land. Kids should go to school. That's what we're Represent. You're listening to Represent. You're listening to Represent. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I could keep it together, but I just couldn't. Um, That's not my finest work. <laughs> um, We are excited to be back. We're here. We were here last week too, all, but you know. Yeah. But I feel like oh, it's so I rare for. Sorry. I feel like oh, it's yeah. so rare for all three of us to be in the studio two weeks in a row. I know it's still exciting. Touch wood. This is crazy. Let's keep it going. Can we do a whole season in the studio together? Sure. No, I'm going to Canada. Naya, cancel no. your flights. Too late. I've cancelled them for you. <laughs> you sucks. are. You are staying. No, you two need to come to Canada and we'll broadcast. I don't want to go to Canada. Canada. We just beat Canada. Exactly. Last night. Go and rub 4-0. it in. No, I like it here. <laughs> Bridie, how? was the game you it were there it was amazing i was there i'd been looking for tickets for weeks not weeks but like two weeks which is still weeks it's technically plural um it, i couldn't find any i couldn't find any on facebook i couldn't find any online there was just nothing it was so sold out and then um i was reloading it all of sunday because i could see people saying like they're just coming like a few at a time they get snapped up so fast so i was just on it and, like, I was on my drive home from my cousin's. So it was a half hour. I was, like, every two minutes just reloading, reloading. I got home, 9 o'clock. I pressed reload just coincidentally, and there were two tickets there. Obstructed Damn. view. I got them. My hands moved so fast. I had to, like, sprint across the room to get my wallet, to get my card. I was like, I've got to get these tickets. Um, and I got them. That's incredibly and I lucky. with my mum. Shout out to mum. Hi, mum. She's listening, probably. I mean, I'll get a text in a couple of minutes if she is. Hi, Brady's um, mom. <laughs> Hello. We were there. It was so good. We had these amazing seats right behind the Australia team shelter. I could see Tony Gustafsson putting his thumbs up, doing, you know, when he wasn't happy, he w- he went on um, court at one point on field and yelled at the referee. And then oh, he wow. got a yellow card. Ooh. Um, Makes sense, yeah. That's... We got like four <laughs> yellow cards, I think, in the game. Canada got zero. Some disagreements there, but that, that's such a weird parallel. Yeah, know, but the crowd struggle. was amazing. <laughs> it was so green and gold. The only thing would have made it better, I could not get a scarf. I didn't have one. Like I was, I have a green jumper, so I was in that, but I couldn't get a scarf. They were sold out everywhere. 
Um, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not faithful enough. Have but you? I was cheering to make up for it. Have you always been a soccer fan, or is it just sort of like with the Women's World Cup here? I've played in the past um, at school, and when I was really young, I was in like grade one. I did a season or two of soccer. Um, and, oh, I got a text from mum, <laughs> <laughs> um, and. I mean, I haven't really followed it much. I sort of read about the Matildas and watch it if it's on. But, yeah, when it's, since it's been here, I've been like, whoa, okay, this is, like, happening now. It's never going to be here again in our lifetimes, right? So yeah. I was like, I really want to go, especially after the France game last week. I was like, I should have been there. I should have been there. <laughs> so I was like, I've got to be there next Monday. That's um, amazing that you got tickets, though, because those would be some of the most in-demand tickets yeah. right now as well. I just, I was so lucky. Like, it was totally chockers. Um, up on the level behind us, I could see the head of FIFA, like the actual head oh, of wow. FIFA. It was right there. I was sure Dan Andrews was there. I was, like, looking around for him before it started, but I couldn't see him. I'd Get him for like, an interview. Dan, come on, Mary, present. <laughs> come we'll on the show. You. We'll ask you about the soccer. That's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. It was so much fun. I yelled so much, like, my throat is so sore. Um, yeah, it was great. That's amazing. And speaking of big events, yeah. Naya, you were at the Logies. I was. It's been a big weekend it's to represent. It's been a weekend. big weekend, yeah. How was the Logies? Represent one gold Logie. No, it didn't. That is <laughs> fake It should news. have. It should have. Represent won the gold Logie. We won the best reality show. We won the best comedy show. We won the best news yeah. program. Most popular news program. We, we, we won just everything. Gotta, just got to add in there. Best social media. We, we're host. winning all these <laughs> television media. awards um, for our secret television Well, show. you were there and we <laughs> weren't. What do we know? Oh, yes. Yeah, the Logies were amazing. Um, I got to meet Costa. He was amazing. He had flowers woven into his beard. It was the best thing oh, ever. That's, that's so um, Costa. And uh, Mel T and Tim from the Cheap Seats. Uh, Mel Bracewell wasn't there, unfortunately. No, yeah, she's, she's in been Canada, deported. Right? She's no, in Montreal. Like, yeah, she's in Canada. She was, uh, you know, had sold out shows, like, you know. Rude. Jeez, um, get over yourself. Or Mel, wow. Her and, and Kitty Flanagan. Kitty Flanagan could not be there to receive her award because she was performing in Adelaide. Damn. Um, I know. So there, there were a couple of uh, missing faces, but Sonia Kruger took out gold, gold which, was, which was amazing. Uh, like, you know, yeah. she's she's everywhere. You see her face all the time. So that that was a good win for her. She works hard. I was, I was looking out for Lee Sales, but that's all right. Couldn't uh, spot her. No, 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 no oh, I was hope, hoping, hoping she was going to win. Um, oh. Yeah, I think the nice thing about um, Sonia Kruger winning it as well is like she did a bunch of interviews beforehand and she was like, oh, I don't think I'll win it. And then <laughs> she did. And it was like, yeah. what? I think she was... I, don't, I didn't check the, um, like, the stats on who was like voted most likely on the whatever it is, um, who'd got the most money on them, but... Oh, the, like the betting odds. Yeah, yeah, those <laughs> ones. Oh, yeah, Sport, yeah. I think Sportsbet does them, but... I think they I, all I'm do them, I'm not surprised. Yeah. Like, I feel like she probably has one of the biggest followings. She has so many shows. Well, considering she's on, like, every Channel 7 reality show right now. Them. What is she? Farmer Wants a Wife, The Voice, yeah. The Block. Even not The Block, that's another network. Who don't, but, yeah. like, who aren't going in... Like, if you're going in to vote for, I don't know, Australian Story or something, something in another category, that's a really bad example for this, what I'm going to say, <laughs> but... You then go to gold and you just click someone you know and most people will know her name. Yeah, that's because true. you're just clicking yeah. something you know because you've got one category you want to devote in. Yeah. 
Do you, She's familiar. Do you think it's sus that the Channel 7 personality won the gold Logie at the first Channel 7 broadcast Logies since 19-something oh, or other? Yeah, yeah. If, she wa- if she wasn't such a big personality and I feel like it was, it was coming for her to win... Yes, and I would have loved to speculate, you know, oh, Conspiracy that's, that's why Lee didn't win, but, you know, it's okay. <laughs> Naya definitely had no stake in that. She's just no, very emotionally no. invested. Did you vote in the Logies, Naya? I did vote in the Logies. So you have voted. I have voted. You did get to vote. I did get to vote. I got to vote last year too. There we go. I voted, yes. It was, it was very stressful. Logie's double dissolution. <laughs> well, what an interesting segue. Actually, I have one more question before Ooh, yes. we get on to actual yes. politics slash news slash anything. We're just talking about our week. To, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I've just posted on uh, Instagram <laughs> and our X. Our, oh, Wait, no, what? They've renamed it. Wait, it's actually no, X. What? Did you miss this? Did no, you? no, no. This was big I news. I saw something, something. He wants to turn Twitter into X. No, it's done. It's, it's done. It's, it's okay. actually happened. No, 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 no. Wait, 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 wait. Maya, you're having a bit of a crisis about this. What's going on? I just on? need to see. Okay, good. What? Yours hasn't updated yet. Oh, wait, I haven't checked that. Okay, yet. anyway, um, what I was going to say... <laughs> oh, no, what's... She's discovered oh, she it hates has it. changed. She hates it. I'm deleting it. She's deleting X. <laughs> Whoa. Who's going to run the represent Twitter then? I mean, the represent X. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm still going to call it Twitter. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. not calling it X. That's X stupid. Is a stupid name. Also, I literally drew in my journalism book. I know this is so, <laughs> so pathetic. I drew so like this journal. gorgeous little Twitter bird. I was so proud of it. It even it looked identical for like homework. Use Congratulations. Twitter. And now it's dead. Everybody okay. can draw an X. What do we think about Barbenheimer phenomenon? Barbenheimer, bro. So, Got I him. mean, let, let's talk a little bit about politics rather than just, like, I like the movie. Do you think that this is going to bring back the world of cinema slash the in-person cinema? That's a really great question. I think it's certainly given it a bit of a jolt, but I don't think it's going to bring it back entirely because how often do you have sort of two massive must-see-on-the-big-screen movies? But do you think maybe people will be like, oh, my God, Barbenheimer, that was amazing. I loved going to see that in the cinema. Everyone was there with me and we all dressed up. Like, let's do this every time... It's a, a it's good a, movie comes out. That's interesting because um there's like studios trying to replicate Barbenheimer now. Mm. So I think um they announced recently that the new Saw movie and the new Paw Patrol movie are coming out on the same day. Oh my god! And they, they um I think <laughs> that's the Paw- even worse than Barbenheimer. Yeah, that's it is. More and I think the um the Paw Patrol inst- Instagram tried to call it um uh co- tried to call it Saw Patrol. Oh my God. And get that hashtag going. I feel like I feel like it didn't. Barbie go very well. Barbie has more of a mature following than I think now. Paw Patrol would have. Oh, definitely. Because oh, Barbie, like, I mean, hot take. I don't think the target audience was actually like eight-year-olds. Having seen it, I don't think it was. Obviously, it would appeal to them, but. People who played with Barbies, I think I am honestly even too young for that. Like yeah. that was bigger before I was like of the right age. So, you know, point is, lots of people went to the cinemas. Oh, absolutely. I think it was, like, a, the Australian box office's biggest weekend, weekend since Endgame came out yeah, way right. before COVID. Yeah. And I think it's the same sort of worldwide. So I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting. I think... I don't know if it's going to get people, like, all the way back to the big screen just yet because I still think people are sort of glued to streaming services at the moment, yeah. especially after COVID. Do you but think that, yeah. especially Barbie... 
I, because we've seen that Barbie has been a bigger seller than Oppenheimer. Unfortunately. You prefer Oppenheimer? I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I think they're very different movies, but I've preferred Oppenheimer. I'm sorry. Really? I just I can't go. It's too long. Three I hours. Thought I, it blew long. by for me. It was really? so good. Do you mean flew by? That's the No, same. blew by. No, it's No, blew by because it's a bomb. Oh. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Um, anyway, what I was going to say is, do you think that Barbie will be... I feel like the last sort of 10 years-ish, say, since the kind of Tumblr era, Tumblr era, like the 2012, era. 2013, that, when it was huge, nihilism became the big way to look at the world. But I feel right, like that okay. is changing, and I feel like Barbie is kind of the first big, massive, worldwide thing that's not just social media that's been like, nihilism sucks. Let's be optimistic. <laughs> It's quite nice, isn't it? It was like it's a very sort of warm and fluffy movie by the end. Yes. I feel like it's very nice, and there were a lot of people in my cinema both times. I've seen it twice who were crying at the end. I was crying at the end. I I almost cried the first time, didn't the second time because I kind of knew it was happening. Yeah. But um, <laughs> loses the emotional but yeah, value. I, I, I was I was close to crying, but it's it, it was a really nice movie, and I think it's weird to see sort of like a, what 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 is sort of like a kid's IP turned into sort of like mm. a very not not very adult movie but like <laughs> a mature movie that sort of and i think it straddles the line between kids movie and yeah. sort of mature movie quite well definitely so has it given like a bunch of eight-year-olds like depression or something <laughs> because now Maybe. they're like i don't know <laughs> i mean anything's possible anything's possible <laughs> all right now, will either of them win an oscar I think Oppenheimer probably yeah. will Yeah, some, it's will. a cinematography thing or I'm, just directing. There's an Oscar for most marketing. I want Ryan yeah. Gosling to win Best Actor Surely for Ken. Ken. He yes. was so funny. He was, even in all of the marketing. Oh, my God. He was just so the marketing. Good. He should win for just the marketing. I did a quiz. Um, there was, like, an online quiz that was, like, did Ryan Gosling actually say this? And they were the most unhinged things, and he said them all. Oh, it's wow. amazing. It's so funny. I'm going to find it. It's I'm amazing. Gonna... He says okay, some of the I'll weirdest stuff. I'll find it at stuff. the end of the segment. I'm going to read one. And, oh, well, now you know the answer, actually. So, anyway, it's still funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, shall we move on? Before to... we do, oh, I'd like to okay. point out that <laughs> whilst the app may be called X, you can still have your Twitter circle. Yeah, no, they haven't. Your private re- circle is still Twitter. They haven't What's rebranded it very well. It's still called tweeting. Yeah, it's still it um, says tweet when you go to tweet. In a lot of a the lot sounds, of like the official, the sounds, a lot of the official Twitter accounts are still like X accounts, like the ones run by that company, are still oh. tagged as like Twitter or That's something. Good. That's good. The the official like X Australia account is still Twitter Australia. Oh, <laughs> thank okay. Last time I checked, at least, but um. Yeah, no, I think it's interesting. But, um, yeah, horrible rebrand. And then they tried to put up the big X on their office and in San Francisco and the city shut the them down. down. They, didn't they, they didn't apply for a permit for it. They didn't apply for a permit. That's Elon Musk's, like, strategy for anything. He That's doesn't classic. ask for permission. He just does it <laughs> and then faces the consequences. Ask for forgiveness, not permission. Exactly. All right, let's move on. Well, before we move on, I want to talk about work this morning. No, okay, let's move on. I'll talk about my shift this morning. It is now X Australia. (laughs) Oh, okay, they have changed it. Misinformation. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Um, What's got everyone got on for the weekend? (laughs) (laughs) So, I've got a housing bill on the weekend, and I'm ready to... Oh, that's boring, but okay. Um, Naya, are you travelling again? (laughs) So, Uh, in Parliament, Federal Parliament, it's back this week. 
Happy Parliament Ooh, Week, everyone. Let's go. They had such a long winter break. I feel like we haven't had Parliament forever. It's yeah. been a while. It's been a while. I feel like right? there's been so poli- there's been so much political news anyway, though. But it hasn't been from Parliament. But it hasn't been They've from just... Parliament, so it's been like we've still been well fed in the world yeah, of politics. Definitely. I think we've definitely. been eating good. <laughs> but if they if they've had their winter, that means that they now must have all sorts of great ideas that you know they've been cooking up by the fire. Well, I'm so glad you said that because oh. at the end of the winter sitting, or I guess it was called the win- before the break. Uh, they, the Labor Party were like, we're going to try and pass this bill. We're going to try and pass this bill. And then it failed. The housing bill. Correct. Yes. I'm about to get there. Yes, okay. I'm, I'm getting there. It's Sorry. part of the journey. Sorry. <laughs> so it failed. And that was their um, first major electoral defeat. Electoral is not the right word. Most, first major parliamentary defeat since the they're getting elected. So what is the bill, you may ask? Especially What's the bill, Bridie? Freddy. I'm so glad you asked. Um, it's a housing Australia Future Fund. I've written half and I had to think about what half. it stood for. Half. You so, have to explain it to me, exactly. Bridie. What is it? It's a $10 billion future fund. So basically it will invest in things, stocks, I don't know. You know how I feel about yeah, finance. It's, basi- it's basically just sort of like <laughs> stocks and markets yeah, and that sort of thing. Yeah. And it will pay out at least, so a floor of $500 million every year that goes into social and affordable housing only. So that sounds pretty good. The Greens. Good gig. Don't think so. Um, they, in their last attempt, Labor's last attempt, to get it over the line before the winter break, they gave $2 billion directly to the states, you know, split up, obviously, um, for social housing. So that was kind of their thing to be like, we're already doing stuff, like, pass the bill. And they haven't passed the bill. So the Coalition and the Greens, they say no. The, Gre- the no, Coalition no, no. says... that's a direct quote (laughs) um but the greens say the greens have obviously had more of a voice in this because they've been known to be advocating for renters um you know through time more than say the coalition has they're the informal renters party this year they've been very popular with that and that's been one of their big sort of like pushing points correct so they're calling for at least a $1 billion fund that will incentivise the states and territories to institute a rent freeze and better protections for renters. So essentially they're just saying you're not doing enough for renters. Yes, social housing is good, but what about the renters? Yeah. Which is fair. I think that's very fair, especially because we've seen rents go up so much so this year. Much. I've got a lot of friends who have moved out and they're struggling with rent. I want to move out and I'm just looking at the prices and I'm like, it's God, no. Have you told your parents this or did they just find out on live radio? They've just found out, out on live. No, I've floated. I've, I've loosely floated it. Yeah, this has been a part of my life. <laughs> this is, this is, be, this is, imagine if I, I'm going to get a text and they'll be like, what? <laughs> Jeez, Freddie. Jesus. No, Blind but like, side. I've been looking at it and I'm like, those prices are crazy. And bro, I work at a supermarket. Like, what the hell? Yeah. So the Greens have said they'll commit to supporting the bill if the government agrees to their demand for, and this is a quote, up to $2.5 billion in annual funding for public, community and affordable housing and significant reforms to renters' rights, including a freeze and cap on rent increases. So the government says rent freezes are a matter for the states. And Max Chandler Mather has said, that is right, yes. Sorry, I just read that and then was like, yes. And then I was like, no. And then I was like, yes. Um, I think if they were going to the public and they said, we would rather go back to an early election than spend a few billion extra dollars on public and affordable housing, I think the public would look on that very poorly. 
Which, yeah, fair enough. I think that's true, especially yeah. because elections do cost a lot of money that exactly. could just go to housing. Exactly. So, well, I'm so glad you mentioned elections. You're oh. just like one step ahead of me. Um, <laughs> the thing is, the reason that this is so important at the moment is that it failed in the Senate in June, and if it fails in the House, uh, sorry, if it passes the House and fails in the Senate in October, this sets up the trigger for a double dissolution election. So, whoa, what's a double what dissolution election? That sounds election. scary. It's what happened with Malcolm Turnbull. Our bestie. Oh, we should try and get him on the show. <gasps> yes. Sorry. Yeah, that um, was one of the people in like my application for this. Who would you like to talk to? Oh, was it? I, was like, to I clearly didn't read that very closely. <laughs> I didn't feel like I anyway, moved on to, to someone here. else because I thought it would be more creative to say someone else, but that was definitely the first thing I wrote. Oh, good for you. Okay, well, oh, I'll send yeah. him an email. <laughs> <laughs> so, a double dissolution election can be triggered when a bill passes in one House of Parliament, say the House of Representatives, fails in the Senate. Then three months later, at least, it passes in the House and fails in the Senate again. So this is when the Governor-General can dissolve the Houses of Parliament and you can have an early election. So it has to be earlier than six months before the term of Parliament was originally meant to expire. So ours would be around May 2025, so it would have to be before November next year if yes. this happens. Um, so... Why this happens or could happen is because to form government, at the moment, the government has a majority in the lower house. So even without the Greens or Liberals' support, they can force legislation through, and that's like whatever. Exactly, yeah. But they need crossbench support to get it through the Senate because they don't have a majority there. So if the crossbench doesn't agree and the Liberals don't agree, then it'll fail. So Jackie Lambie and David Pocock have agreed to support the bill, but the Greens haven't, and they've got m many more senators than um, those two. Yeah. And so they need the Greens' support if the Liberals aren't going to, uh, which they don't have. So yikes! It's a bit of a situation. A Albo rare has said team up for the exactly. Greens and the Coalition. I know it's a bit Whoa. unusual. <laughs> <laughs> so Albo said we won't have an election this year. Um, so is that just should... he doesn't want one this year? Uh, I think he knows that. Most people don't want one this year. So, we've seen this sort of thing happen with the Greens in the past. Carbon tax. Voted against it. It failed. It regrets. Now. Yes. It's kind of the most long-lasting effect on, I think, a lot of people's image of the party is voting against the carbon tax. Yes. Um, is this going to be that again? I wouldn't be surprised if it was, because yeah. I think um, the risk of going to an election over um the risk of going to an election over this then once you get back from that election you've got your new parliament formed there's the risk of this just being forgotten which yes. i think is pretty unlikely but Especially there's also in these economic conditions yeah exactly i think Pop it's pretty unlikely it'll bank. be forgotten but also like i think the greens have made some pretty good progress on adding to this bill and getting more money into there mm. if they if they go to an election and then come back there's no guarantee that they'll have those again. True. So I think, like, is it worth going to an election to potentially come back and still not get what you want? Exactly. And that kind of works into another of my questions, which is, like, would it even work out well for Labor anyway? At the moment, people are struggling, um, and the government, whether it's, like, they can't, it's not within their jurisdiction... You know, it's the Reserve Bank, it's the states, renters, um, 
people with mortgages, businesses, everyone is feeling the pinch. Calling an election right now, people don't feel that nicely towards the government because they say the government's not helping me. I can't pay my rent. I've closed my business because I can't pay my mortgage. I can't repay this loan. Mm. The government's not helping. And, like, that's not a good... Whether they can or they can't isn't the point. Like, people don't think, oh, well, you know, I can't pay my rent, but it's not the federal government's fault. It's actually the state government. So, you know, elbows off the hook. Like, that's not what people People think. People don't think that. People think of the state parties and the federal parties as very much the same thing. Exactly. So, you know... I'm not sure that I think he probably knows this, which is why he's probably saying not this year, that I don't think that it would work out well for him, especially with the voice referendum also coming up, having a lot of your party's reputation. The first thing you say when you win the election is, well, you commit to the Uluru statement. If the referendum fails, you know, yeah. what's the outcome then? I and think, oh, yes, oh, no, Naya. No, no, please. It's one of those... It's one of those things that it's my personal kryptonite is that we go like we have we have no idea, but we can only speculate if, if we called an election today, how would it end? It's one of those things that's like, yeah, we will have we would have like, ah, it's just I want to know. I want to call an election each day and see how things are going. <laughs> oh, no, OK. Well, that's, you know, the calls when someone rings you on the phone and says, if you were to vote today. Press one if you'd vote for Labour. Press two if you'd vote for. Oh, I've never had someone call me like that. Really, we had a landline at home in the past, and we would always get those. Oh, I I am setting the landline up again. Um, Anyway, but yeah, interesting. I think, like, if they were, this is sort of just my thinking. I think if they were to go to an election, I don't think Labour would lose, but I think they would be a bit worse off than they are now. I agree. I don't think the Liberals would win, but I think yeah. the yeah. Greens and minor parties would get even more of a foothold than they already have. Exactly. Because I think, the major yeah. parties are just seen to be so ineffective at helping anyone now. Absolutely. I think they'd still win pretty confidently, but they wouldn't have as much as they would have now. Mm. And that's why I think it's a pretty big threat to be throwing around a double disillusion when exactly. you're probably not going to come out of this how you think you will because I think he's doing this and they're going to think um, Albo thinks oh the Greens aren't voting aren't supporting this bill that's going to help so many people so people aren't going to vote for the Greens no because the people have been listening to what the Greens are saying the Greens want more out of it so people yeah. are going to vote the Greens because they want that rent freeze and they want that renter assistance exactly and I mean do you think that Labor is just bluffing? Because they're just like, oh, it'll pass. Like, stop being silly. Um, will they be able to get enough minor parties in the Senate on side? I would like to think that they know that a double disillusion isn't going to be what they want. So I think they're going to have to sort of up their commitments a little bit on this bill to get those crossbenches in the Senate. Mm. So I'd, I would be surprised if they went the double disillusion route. Um, But, like, this is also a bill. This is one of their major election promises. It has dragged on for so long. Yeah. And, I mean, the Liberals have 31 senators. Um, You need 38 to pass a bill. Labor's only got 26. There are 11 Greens. Mm. And there's two Jackie Lambies, two One Nations, three Independents and one UAP. (laughs) You know, like, that's a lot of people to cater for. If you're going to say, well, actually, even if Labor says stuff the Greens, um, 
Is that enough? That is enough, actually. If they get everyone except the Greens and the Liberals, they have enough. Okay. Oh, no, they don't. I lied. That's, that do ties that. it. That makes it 38. Yes, you're right. So, I, I'm yeah. trying to do the figures in my head. I do further maths. I did further maths in year 12. Yeah, I dropped maths. <laughs> oh, well, there we go. And you're still better than me. Yeah. Anyway, um, like, it's not... It's not an easy route. Whether they, you know, it's like the only way they can get this through is either to somehow make Liberals vote for it or Which get Which is not going to happen, probably. They're more likely to get the Greens on side yeah. than get the Liberals to vote for it. If they go to a double dissolution, does that mean we're voting for the Senate as well? Yes. Yes, so yes. Double okay. Dissolution. Both halves. Both, um, both, both, both houses. Okay, yeah, good. Yeah, unusually. Well, I think especially the in the Senate. Dissolution. Well, how many How many does Labor have at the moment? 26, 26. was it? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think if we went to an election as well, they would have less than 26 Senate seats, and that would make everything a lot harder for them. Yeah. The Senate is so interesting that it's every six years and then, like, half every three years, and then when there's a double dissolution, then you do it all, and it's like, oh, my it God, feels what like a, a mess. like a good spring clean. Yeah, <laughs> when they do a double dissolution, it's like, Flush let's it do it all again. It's like deep cleaning. Yeah. 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 Which would be ironic if it was called in spring. Um, <laughs> that's true, actually. <laughs> but uh, just a political question that I mm. thought of while I was driving the other day, promptly yes. didn't Google because I was driving, driving the other day and then forgot about it. Um, <laughs> so October, if, yeah. they, if they push it through in October and it bounces back and say the Governor-General then calls the double dissolution and they haven't held the referendum. Sorry, I think the Albo would go and be like, okay, dissolve. Like, I'm not sure that it's all... I'm not clear on this, whether it's like automatically, boom, you failed, dissolve. I think they have to call it, but they don't... No, sorry, they don't have to call it, as in it's not a requirement for them to call it. Yeah. But for it to happen, it's not like an automatic thing. Yeah, I think right. they yeah, yeah they need it to happen, it to be pushed back twice for it to occur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But if that occurs in October, and say the voice to parliament, we finally get a date for it, and it's in November. What what is oh, the period? That's we, right. Because well, we, there has to be a certain go period into, yeah. before an election, and I don't think a month would be enough. No, could we we'd go into whatever it is when they when they announce the election and they give it like like they announce it in April, give it till May. Oh no, that's that's only a month. Um, yeah, they'd have to... Um, I'm going to Google it. <laughs> would the referendum still go ahead? Yes. It would. It would. Yes, yeah, okay, okay, I thought the so. The ones that's been announced. Yeah, because yes. that, that was my, my main question. Like, what if we have a Liberal government by the time the referendum occurs? Yeah, no, like, I think if once the referendum's, like, given a date, it's, like, it's on that date. Yeah, and we haven't got a date yet. It's just November no. right now, isn't it? Uh, well, like, theorised to be... October to... Yeah, theorised to be around there. months of the year. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Very I feel like, yeah, call, call, um, they've worked on the voice to parliament so hard as well that calling an election would also sort of put that exactly. a bit at jeopardy for them. So I feel like there's too much for Labour to lose for them to actually want to call an election. It's definitely a dangerous call. Especially because it's just so... Everything is just so unstable at the moment. Exactly. Why would you want to then put your party's power even more at risk? Yes. Strange threat from Albo, well, I think. But... Shall we come back with our answer after a song? I think we should. What's right. the song, Bridie? The song is Good Girl by June Jones. I'm getting Ooh, better at this. Good Girl, June Jones, double letters. I know. Loving that. JJ, <laughs> um, you're with US on Represent. You, you're what? <laughs> with us. I don't know. I was trying to do some letter thing, but it didn't really work. <laughs>
Um, stay with us. We'll be back with an answer, hopefully, very soon. You are back on Represent. We have an answer. Um, they don't have to call a double dissolution if they don't want to. It's up to the Prime Minister. But that double failure does give them the opportunity to Correct. do it. Yes. But can the Governor-General still call one at any point with this trigger? No. No. The okay. Prime Minister has to advise. Okay. Interesting. So, I, l- I love this to... housing bill. Sorry, just yeah. real quick. I love We're this just... housing bill. It's such a fun battleground yeah. in something that isn't the voice referendum at the moment. True. It's, I think it's yeah. just really fun to have like a little different thing going on. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Um, Freddie, take it away. So, yeah. Um, it's been a pretty big weekend in terms of international relations. Love uh, some international. I, I, I love some international relations, especially with the US. They're very fun. Oh, yeah. The oh, US yes. Secretary of State Andrew Blinken was in Brisbane over the weekend for Osman. Did any of you know what Osman was before today? Because no, no. I didn't either. I'd never oh, heard of this. Before today I did, but before the weekend I did not. Before I wrote it. Before the weekend on what happened. Yeah, so it's the Australia US Ministerial cons- uh, Consultations. It's basically... Sorry. It's basically a meeting that is focused on military coordination between the countries. And, of course, this year was very much focused on the lovely, shiny nuclear submarines that we've got on the way. Yay! But there was a little extra thing. You sounded so enthusiastic about those submarines. (laughs) Yeah. But we do. (laughs) it was confirmed that there were talks about one Julian Assange... Our favourite. Very interesting. So in case you have missed it somehow, Julian Assange is the Australian citizen that ran WikiLeaks, and he and WikiLeaks was the platform used to leak thousands of classified documents from the US government relating to, Af- relating to the Afghanistan and Iraq wars. The documents were acquired by the former US soldier Chelsea Manning and disseminated through WikiLeaks in 2010. The US launched a criminal investigation into both of them and issued warrants for Assange, while Chelsea Manning was sentenced to prison, but commuted, which means set free, by Barack Obama in his final days of presidency in 2017. Assange remains in a Belmarsh prison, which is in London, as he fights a US attempt to extradite him. And I think it's been quite interesting because very recently we've heard a lot of calls from... um, Australia has sort of ramped up their support of Assange recently, like their public support. Penny Wong has sort of been on the front of this. Definitely. Well, as Foreign Affairs Minister, you would hope so. You would hope so, but it's really interesting because (laughs) we haven't sort of... Like any of our previous Foreign Affairs Ministers, there hasn't been a whole lot, but uh, Penny Wong's sort of been very hard on this one. Mm. Um, And then a few months ago we did have 48 MPs and Senators, including 13 from the governing Labour Party... Um, said that the charges that the US have against Assange, which includes 17 counts of espionage and one count under the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act, they said that uh, Assange's actions pertained to being a journalist and a publisher in publishing information with evidence of war crimes, corruption and human rights abuses and that they're sort of unjustified charges. But this weekend, Penny Wong did bring up Assange to the US Secretary of State and this was confirmed by both of them. Um, We don't know exactly what was discussed, but we do know that the Secretary of State has knocked her back. Ooh, interesting. A little bit. So, it was confirmed after the fact. Penny Wong said, quote, We have made clear our view that Assange's case has dragged on for too long, and our desire that it be brought to a conclusion, and we've previously said that publicly, and you would anticipate that this reflects also the position we articulate in private with the US. 
And then, so, Penny Wong has been very clear. It's gone for far too long, and she wants Assange sort of set free of these extradition threats, well, more than threats, really. But Andrew Blinken has pushed back on Australia's stance on the issue this week, this weekend and said, quote... Anthony Blinken. Anthony Blinken. Is it Anthony or Andrew? I swear it's Anthony. I thought it was Andrew. Listeners, I, cast your votes. Cast your votes. <laughs> Tweet us, thread Is us. it Anthony? It is Anthony. Bro, I swear I read Andrew. Oh, well. Well, let me look up Andrew Blinken. You win I'm some, you lose. Sure you doesn't. win some, you lose some. Yeah, Andrew, Andrew Blinken's not a person. Is I'm, Andrew Blinken I'm not a sure person? Is, I'm sure you, I'm sure Blinken Andrew, are you the out there? Sorry, State. Anthony Blinken. Good catch. Um, sorry, Andrew, and sorry, Anthony. Um, sorry, guys. <laughs> um, sorry, guys. I definitely should, I should have double checked that. I don't know why I kept writing Andrew. Okay. Anthony Blinken has pushed back on Australia's stance on the issue and said, "Quote: I understand the concerns and views of Australians. I think it is very important that our friends here understand our concerns about this matter in the U.S." The actions that he is alleged to have committed risked very serious harm to our national security, to the benefit of our adversaries, and put named human sources at grave risk of physical harm and grave risk of detention. So I say that only because just as we understand sensitivities here, it's important that our friends understand sensitivities in the United States. Which I think is quite interesting. interesting. I mean, he's basically saying, shut up. He's basically saying it's sort of like... Yeah, we get what you're saying, but it's also not your business, so go away. Yeah. Do... Which is interesting because yeah? the US has just had these prisoner deals with Russia. Yes. Right? Um, I can't... The Brittany Grimer, I think was her name, the basketball player. I, I wouldn't know, but... Okay. She, she was detained in Russia on drugs charges, and they've just recently... Um, sort of done a done a prisoner what's it called? was it a prisoner swap or a or a it deal was a prisoner yeah swap. yeah a deal or prisoner swap or something like it's not as if the u.s doesn't have people held overseas that they want to that get they back. want back yeah exactly so, so do you reckon I it's think, a bit hypocritical of the I do, u.s i think it's a bit rich to say oh stay out of it yeah it's not your business because like it is you know uh, we would expect our government to protect any citizen who was in danger overseas and you know Julian Assange is no exception, just because, you know, like, it's... He has done WikiLeaks. He has been sort of... He was a founder, right? So, yeah. you know, there is a degree of responsibility for that, absolutely. Exactly. But, like, you know, public good, public interest... Public, public interest journalism and the yeah. US is salty. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's essentially what it boils down to, I guess. Yeah. So, yeah, so we think, well, we so think it is Australia's is business. Espionage. Really I always think of like you know a spy with like the newspaper and the eye holes. <laughs> I love that with the um with the black top hat, sort not yeah, top hat, yeah, the fedora yeah. exactly. and the black coats, and they're exactly. like hmm. walking around, going from embassy to embassy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Re repatriating all the citizens exactly. that they have locked up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so we think you think it's Australia's business this because yeah, this is going to be one I of my questions. It's very much Australia's business to sort of help them out. It's Australia's business. He's an Australian Absolutely. citizen, and you know, yeah, that's kind of the start and end of it. Like, there's no the US doesn't have a position to be saying, "Don't get involved," because like it's too late. They also have, get involved in similar things. Exactly. I mean, they're kind of worse, really. I would certainly hope if I was Julian Assange as an aspiring journalist myself, <laughs> um, and I'm sure Naya would feel the same way as an aspiring journalist herself, and Bridie is a wannabe journalist. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a fake. Um, yeah, a fake journalist. 
turn her back on the profession for trumpet playing. Um, I, I would certainly want my country to support me in yeah. this matter and help me out. If you so, were Julian Assange. Exactly, if mm. I was Julian Assange. So and it's also nice. sets a precedent as well. It sets a great precedent yeah. that I think is very much needed. arrested and, you know, threatened to being extradited for WikiLeaks. Yeah, um, exactly. I'll play this episode back to you over the phone or something. <laughs> Just like my one phone call, right? It's like, yeah. remember this you said all those years ago? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think it does, set, it does set a great precedent. And I think it's really nice after so many years of Australia sort of turning a bit of a blind eye on the issue almost, pretending like... Because I feel like we don't hear very often that Assange is an Australian citizen. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know that. I didn't know that until, like, somewhat recently. So yeah. it's like... So yeah. it's like it's sort of something we don't really think about. So it's nice to see our foreign affairs minister getting into it a little bit more. Mm, getting into foreign affairs. <laughs> Get, getting into foreign affairs that are, I guess, like a bit touchy, especially because the US is one of our closest allies. Yeah, definitely. So I thought they would have at least respected our comments a little more than just a... Yeah, it is a bit yeah. patronising. It's a but yeah. maybe that's just like we oh. do know the US are a bit full of themselves anyway. So oh, you're gonna get sued for defamation by Joe Biden. <laughs> just you wait. Come that. after me, Joe. Small community radio. Sued by Joe Biden. <laughs> sued by the United States <laughs> of America. That would yeah. be really funny. Actually. Us three have to stand at a courtroom. It's like the United States of America versus represents. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be our names on the line, Naya. Oh God. Versus Brady and Naya. <laughs> Well, any, yeah, I'll just get to sort of sit in the back and be like, I don't produce this show. Yeah, you'd just be like heckling from the back row of the courtroom. Well, someone else who has Order. weighed in on the issue... Order in the courts! Someone else who has weighed in on in the issue... Weighed in on the issue is Assange's brother, Gabriel Shipton, who said it was up to the Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, to put Australia's views in front of the President, Joe Biden... Uh, to put Australia's views in front of the President... Joe Biden during a very near visit to the United States he has coming up. Interesting. Gabriel Shipton said, quote, yeah. Secretary of State Antony Blinken's snub to Australians demanding Julian's freedom cuts deeper knowing the American who allegedly leaked the information, who was Chelsea Manning, has mm -hmm. been free since 2017. Which is entirely fair. Exactly. I think it's interesting. Is it, is it fair to go after Assange when Chelsea Manning was sort of... Pardoned isn't the right word, because she wasn't pardoned, but she was set free. She was kind of excused of it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, yeah, very much like... She was the one who posted them, right? I don't, I don't have a great, like, understanding of this. Um, but <laughs> it is very much, um, yeah that she was pardoned and he hasn't been like who knows it's all a bit it's all a bit confusing my headphones fell out sorry <laughs> so no yeah worries. so it'll be interesting to see what albanese does on this visit to the u.s that's apparently coming soon i didn't know about this until i read about it to prepare for I this i feel like it's been talked about for a while and i just have been like oh that's ages away biden was supposed to come to australia recently wasn't yeah, he? he but canceled. he did end up skipping out on that because of the debt ceiling yes that was it so is that is this trip to make up for that i don't know. i don't know we'll maybe look into it. we'll get back to you next week exactly probably. we'll we'll keep an eye on it but Shall assange free or not what do we think free <laughs> free do we all stand on free i'm a journalist i have no opinions well i'm oh. not a journalist <laughs> i don't know i feel like I... this is the one opinion you are allowed to have as a journalist yeah, is, I, is, is journalism good? Is journalism good? Yes, okay, good? yes, yes fine, yes. No. <laughs>
All right, let's just go straight into our next segment, Naya. Another US-related thing. I know, we're just staying over there. Alien They gate. can't get rid of us. Alien gate. Oh, wow, wow, wow. we need some sound effects. I need we a soundboard, actually. <gasps> yeah. Oh, yes, please. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yes, please. That is, that's our next thing. We need to we need Trippy to have camera like, soundboard. Yeah, radio um, radiothon soundboard. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. Um, okay. Yes. So, uh, whistleblower has claimed that alien vehicles are in the possession of the U.S. government. Um, his name is David Grush. He uh, was an intelligence officer. I love that they say intelligence officer. Yeah. What is an intelligence officer? Someone an who got at least a ninety-five plus ATAR <laughs> <Yeah>. spy. <laughs> I feel like it's a bit of okay. No, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. How, how I feel about this is very personal. Um, <laughs> I am an alien. Uh, no. Oh my god. <laughs> and this represents studio is a spaceship. Um, it was his job to investigate any claims of non-human vehicles. So, like he had his he had his head in the game. Um, right. It's not just some yeah, you know, yeah. Joe from the back fence like being like oh there's an alien. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Right, okay. Although he he is saying he hasn't actually seen the vehicle in question that he's talking about, so I'm a little bit like, oh. okay. Wait, right. really? What? Yeah. So, so he just says there's a theoretical mm-hmm. vehicle somewhere. On an interview with News Nation in the US, he said uh, that the that the US government um, do have like an operation. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, reading you, I'm reading your notes that you're about to read out, and it's really. Keep going. I've got funny things okay. in my head. Um, <laughs> I don't know what about them. I was just words. Um, uh, that yeah, he confirmed that the um, the U.S. government do have uh, like um, what do you call it? Like task forces that um, go out and retrieve non-human origin vehicles. Um, and quote, they have quite a number. So um, if a robot, you know, robots build cars, right? Yeah. Stuff for the manufacturing line, Henry Ford, whatever. Is that a non-human origin be- well, that, vehicle? Well, that's, that's where I think, yeah. No. But wouldn't that be like Kit Kats are non-human origin if Kit Kats were all made by... Kit Kats <laughs> are so yummy. I love <laughs> Kit Kats. Kit Kats can be whatever they want to be like and so I'll eat them. So many things are made by robots now. Yeah, true. Um, but obviously that's not what he's talking about. Yeah, no, that's not the point. We're no, obviously not saying it's just sort of like a messed up looking Ford F-150. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, he said he, quote, can't get into specifics about these number of vehicles um, because there's classified operations Is it going also on. because he hasn't seen them? Yeah, he also said he hasn't personally seen the vehicle that he... He seems to be like the particular vehicle in question. Um, John Blackson, who is a professor... Um, oh, I can't remember. I did write it down and then didn't copy it in. Where he uh, he has stakes, and I'm gonna I'll have to. Thank you. you. Um, but he said that Grush, who's been making these claims, is he Australian? I think professor so. of international security and intelligence studies at ANU. Yeah, yeah. Um, he said Grush is quote somebody who has a track record of being reliable, um, but he also acknowledges that this is like a massive topic about. You know, can you be accurate? A massive topic of aliens. <laughs> like when when he discusses it with students, he says, you know, we're always talking about accuracy. It's so hard to be accurate. And he said, "quote Show me the evidence," which is what I said the moment Freddie you put in the chat. You're like aliens. I was like, really? Sure. <laughs> oh, 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 let me go over to Area 51 real quick. Yeah, um, and you're Grush, going to Canada. I am exactly. I'll, I am, Same I thing. am going to America at the end. I'm going to 
um, LA, so you know. That's so close. Just go to Area 51. Literally, just go there. (laughs) It's like that Facebook event years ago. Another journalist taken out of place. Anyway, that they were. Um, Let's move on from that. (laughs) Uh, Grush also said that there's um, competitions with adversaries and it's been a multi-decade Cold War and this is something that's been under our nose for so long. Um, But there's... So part of it was, you know, the claims that the US government is covering this up and he said the obtuse secrecy is actually putting us in a very dangerous position. But uh, he didn't tell us what danger... Like, what what are we in danger of? Um, The aliens are going to take our jobs. Yeah, they are, along with the robots. Like, are they and the robots going to, like... Together. <laughs> they're going to chat GPT versus represent coming this <laughs> yes. summer it's a movie uh, and NASA has also held uh, they held earlier in the year a public meeting which covered the topics of UFOs or what they are becoming more commonly known as UAPs unidentified anomalous phenomena <laughs> I'm so impressed that you got that out in one go. That is the dumbest name I've ever seen. What? It's like, oh my god, that's funny. Um, oh yeah. god, this is so funny. This is great. He's saying, oh, the government's not telling you about the alien vehicles, but I can't tell you either because it's classified. Yeah. And I haven't seen them. Yeah, and my first question that I wrote so here was, funny. is this just one person's attempt to undermine the US government? Oh, well, like, be. if this is yeah. someone's attempt to undermine the US government, I'm pretty sure Facebook and 4chan and Reddit try this every, <laughs> every day. Yeah. Every bloody, and like, it, four weeks, it's someone's so like, Funny. Is he just? Is like, he just like? <laughs> here's my like credentials as someone who worked yeah. in this place, and I'm going to use them to push if this. You're an intelligence officer, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> like, he's not going to be saying any of this if he cares about his job. This is just a like, whatever. Like, he's probably retired. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but Or retiring or, or someone's wronged him and he's like, I'm going to... I'm just going to go out with a bang. Absolutely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just, like, smear the name of the intelligence agencies. That's like, amazing. I um I just so looked it up silly. as well to confirm that this was something that was said, but um apparently with the... um I just didn't want to make it up, but um, apparently with the vehicles that the US has recovered, they also found, uh, supposedly, uh, alien remains... <laughs> Which is what uh, this whistleblower has also said. And we also found life nice. on Saturn. We um, <laughs> that's not true. That's not true. Uh, well, I don't know. Not I mean, that I know of. It might be, but yeah. you know. This is, this Maybe is amazing. Maybe that's from us too. Yeah, show us the evidence. Represent yeah. goes to Area 51. And speaking of represent going, I believe we've got to get out of the get studio. Going, yeah. We do have the hoist is coming up next, but what do we think? Are aliens real? Yes or no? Real quick. I think they are probably real, but not discovered. Yes, okay. Naya? I'd like to think they're real because I'd like the doctor to turn up on my doorstep in the TARDIS and take me away. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want to go to represent? This oh, is I'll come great. back on Tuesdays, but I want to explore no, the No, we'll universe. all go through the TARDIS, the l- yes. live TARDIS broadcast. Right, now that's good thinking. There, there we go. go. Represent goes to the universe. <laughs> Represent Doctor Who. Donate to our... Donate to our cause. <laughs> all right. Any final thoughts? Final words? Great show, guys. That um, was fantastic. Interest rates staying the same. Oh, yeah, that Boring. was a thing. 4.1. Boring. Not even worth a mention. Anyway. Well, we mentioned it. We'll have more interest rate news next week, I bet you. 
Yeah. Pro- yeah. Maybe, I'm sure, who I'm knows? Sure. There'll be something. There'll be something else. Someone will have said something else about it. Uh, yeah, well, you know, <laughs> like us probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah true. <laughs> Any conversations we have about interest rates, we bring them back next Tuesday. We talk about them in the first 15 minutes of the show. Yeah. What did we do on the week? Had discuss interest our rates. anecdotes moment. <laughs> I love All right. that. Anyway, yeah. Um, thanks for tuning in to Represent. Thanks for hanging out with us. <laughs> We've had a great time. How was your weekend? Tweet us. Yeah, yeah. Tell represent. us. Threads us. X us. Um, <laughs> Instagram us. I've posted on all of them during the show. Is that a good use of time? That's yes. not for me to say. Um, listen back to us. We are on everywhere. You can't get rid of us. We're everywhere. We are insufferable. <laughs> just like we're everywhere, just like the aliens. Exactly. And remember to stay, stay political. political. You're listening to Sin. You've been listening to a Sin Media podcast where young people run the show.